started. All right, so welcome to the Remarketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I am your host, and I want to tell you a little bit about our podcast structure. So here we go. Our, our purpose here, our content is marketing, tech, and business leadership for real estate agents, real estate investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. We have two purposes, right? The first purpose, Rana, Rana, is to spotlight you, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. Our second purpose is to educate and inform our audience and listeners. All right, so um, Rana, welcome to the podcast. Could you tell us a little bit? Thank tell you. us a little bit about you, and then we're going to get into some questions. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Rana Abdo. I am a Pennsylvania licensed realtor um, with Realty Mark in King of Prussia. Uh, I currently service the Philadelphia metro area, which includes um, Delaware County, Montgomery County, and I'll even go into Chester County and Bucks County and hoping to get licensed in New Jersey soon, as well as Delaware and expand from there. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Welcome to the podcast. And I'm going to start Thank it you. off with some questions. Um, so your expertise is you are a real estate agent and a realtor, right? Yes. Okay. So my first question to you is what is a common myth about your business, your field of expertise that people have in your experience? Um, I think for me, the most common myth is Realtors are just salespeople. We're pushy, like uh, you salesmen. And, you know, for me, I'm not like that. I definitely put my clients first. I don't do any transaction or anything within the transaction that I wouldn't do for my own transaction for my own home. And I just kind of let um, the clients lead, but with my guidance. So if they're comfortable, I'm comfortable. If they're not comfortable, I'm not comfortable. So, I, you know, there's no pushy sales here. I just really just work with my clients to take them to their ultimate goal, which is to own real estate or sell a property. Um, and as long as they're happy, I'm fulfilled as a, as a professional as well. Got you. Um, I, I understand what, what you're talking about. I want to ask you, have anybody ever, you ever hear them say, uh, realtors are just glorified door openers? You ever hear that one? I have heard that not from my clients, but I've definitely heard it from like, you know, in trainings and things like that. But I think once we get into the uh, into the contract and into the transaction, people really understand our value and what it is that we bring to the table. I mean, but purchasing a house is one of the largest transactions that most people do in their lifetime. So, I mean, you don't want to go into it like you're purchasing you know, something off Amazon, you really need to understand the contract, you need to understand the transaction and understand, you know, your role, the seller's role, or, you know, if you are the seller, then the buyer's role and understand, you know, what your rights are as a consumer at this point and, and how to best navigate it. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And I'm big on hiring professionals, I think I but I find it hard to convince people to hire professionals. And, and um, even if you don't hire professionals, like you said earlier, like real estate, like that's one of the largest transactions you're going to make in your life. So I think right. it's worth it. I don't know what we can do that's to right. convince people, but they need to, they need to understand how important that is. I've seen countless stories where they went for sale by owner and they didn't get as much out of the property because they were trying to cut out the real estate professional. So I agree with you. I understand hundred percent. And that's part of the reason why I want to bring, um, you know, 
put spotlight on these professions, how important it is to hire professionals, including real estate agents, because I'm a real estate agent myself. So I want the audience and listeners to understand how important that is. Uh, I want to ask you a, another question. We're going to get into another question. So right now, what is your biggest challenge that you're facing in your business? Could you talk about that? Um, well, there are multiple. I mean, right now I'm trying to scale my business to be a little bit larger. At this point, you know, I have great clients who refer me all the time and I so appreciate it. Um, but I do want to reach out to people that may not have my name as a household name or they may not know to reach out to me. So I am um, working on marketing and things like that to get my name kind of out there and scale my business a little bit larger. So that is one challenge. And then, of course, this market is very challenging with buyers. Um, you know, as a realtor yourself, I mean, the inventory is low, prices are going up, and it's just kind of hard um, getting people who really want a home into the right home at the right price, you know, without getting that kind of buyer fatigue after putting in so many multiple offers. But listen, if you're willing to stay the course, I'm willing to stay the course. So it is what it is. Absolutely. And so you're. let me ask you, what's one of the most common questions that you get as a real estate agent from buyers and then even sellers? Um, I mean, it, it depends. I mean, most people just want to really be educated on the transaction. I work with a lot of first time home buyers. So they're really starting from square one. People are, you know, have the misconception, oh, I need 20% down. I can't afford this. Um, you know, so I kind of try to explain it and break through some of those myths because Purchasing a house back in 1960 when, you know, your grandmother did it may not be the same here 22 when it's your turn to move forward. So, you know, I do try to kind of break through the myths, but everybody has different questions. I mean, some people are concerned with the down payment. Some people, you know, are not sure about credit score, things like that. Uh, sellers you know, especially in this market, they think they're going to go on the market and automatically going to sell for well over asking without kind of putting in too much work on their end. So, I mean, it's just about education and just kind of navigating this market, educating them in general, and then also showing them what we're in as far as this current market is concerned. Okay. So what I pull from what you just said, and I'm thinking about this in a way where we can help like anybody listening, like understand and get that education. So number one, I put a point on down payment. A lot of people don't have a firm understanding on the down payment that you need. So that's one that you can help them with. Number two is credit score. They don't have a firm understanding on the credit score that you need. And then I want to say, what are three other things that you can think of that they need to absolutely know regarding a transaction? Um, I think... It's important to understand. I mean, people think, okay, I'm buying this house. It's like a like a car. You get what you get, but it's not really like that. I mean, you do have opportunity to go in, do your inspections, make sure that everything is in working order. You do have a chance to go back to the seller to ask for certain things if they're willing. I mean, everything is a negotiation really until we get down to the closing table and no two transactions are the same. So I can guide you in the beginning. I think what I usually do is give like a general, this is what usually can happen. But what I've noticed is everybody's transaction is different. I mean, every day in real estate is something new. There's never a dull moment. And 
what happened with one person may not happen with another. So, I mean, I just try to kind of roll with the tides and, and as things come up, we I'll explain them. These are your options. This is what you can do. Um, so, I mean, I think that that is one misconception. Like people just are like, you know, kind of scared, like, well, what if something's wrong with the house or, but those are things that we do find out upfront or, you know, can, can navigate through before you're actually at the closing table. Okay. I appreciate that. So I pulled a few things from it. I'm pretty good at this, right? You know, you got an ebook coming <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, very right? good. So we have down payment, we have credit score, we have inspections, negotiations, expectations, and options, right? So those are all points that yes. you addressed. And what I'm going to do for you, like what we do here is we're going to, we're going to take this interview, right? We're going to have, we're going to get your answers around each of those topics and we're going to turn it into some kind of content for you. So Okay. Just so you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh, all right. Next good. question is, in your opinion, right, what is the most important personality trait or strength someone needs to have in your business? Um, definitely patience. Uh, there are things that come up that you have to be able to kind of roll with the ties. I mean, um, one of my clients, she's like, nothing bothers you. And it's, Really, it's not that nothing bothers me, but I mean, I have to be able to find a solution for everything that comes up. I can't just, as your professional, you hired me, I can't be like, oh, well, I don't know. You know, like you figure it out. No, I have to be able to figure out everything. So I, I think somebody who can be patient with everything that comes up, I mean, you're dealing with a lot of different personalities at a time, a lot of issues within the transaction. Um, and somebody that kind of is resourceful as well. Like I, don't have all the answers, right? Nobody knows everything, but I will definitely find out. That is one thing about me. If I don't know it right now, I'm going to reach out to six other people that may be in that area of expertise and might be a title person, my broker, whoever, to find out what is the best option for you for an issue that may have come up that may not be something that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So it is like a little unique in nature. Um, so you definitely have to be resourceful, patient, um, and, you know, good with people because you're dealing with so many people within the transaction, especially as a buyer's agent. Okay. So I pull patience, perseverance, solution oriented slash resourceful and people oriented. Does that yes. sound about right? Okay. Perfect. I believe so. All right. All right. So next question we have for Inalligible. you is <laughs> in, in knowledgeable. Okay. Next question that mm -hmm. we have is what's one piece of advice that you would give someone starting out in your career? In my, um, definitely get with a good brokerage that can help you to learn. Um, I, you know, right now I'm with a brokerage that's, I was with a brokerage previously that was much more um, education heavy. Of course, I did have a higher split and I was paying more money, but in the beginning, I needed that. I, I looked at it like you're paying for school. I'm paying more per transaction to my brokerage, but I'm getting so much more training that I could take along with me in my career. So I think that that is really the most important thing because, I mean, you and I both know we go to real estate class. We learn a lot about, you know, the ins and outs of um 
I don't know how to how to measure meets and bounds and and certain things that don't necessarily that you don't necessarily encounter on the day to day aspect. So you still need that education as you're going forward. I mean, it's not something that I would just jump in. You don't have anybody to kind of lean on or ask questions to, and then you're kind of lost in the in the mix. So I think education is important. So when you're interviewing with your brokerages, you should be asking them, what sort of education do you have? Do you have a mentorship program? Um, can I pay for a coaching? And all of these things do cost. I mean, I think it's difficult for some people, even myself, because I came from, you know, a nine to five, uh, more of like a W-2 job. And this is not a job. Nobody is going to pay you to come in every day. You're going in on your own time. You're paying for everything. Every question that you ask, you're paying your coach, you're paying your, um, your mentor, and you're paying your brokerage for all of these things. So definitely go into it with knowing that you need the education and making sure that you have more of an entrepreneurial mindset. You're going to be okay. putting out more than you're getting back for sure. So what I, I pulled from that was uh, you need education, you need mentorship, coaching, and um, entrepreneurship yes. is essential. Okay, cool, cool. So that's the recap. All right, now we want to learn more about Rana, right? So I'm going to ask you some mm -hmm. personal questions. And the first sure. personal question I have about you is what do people misunderstand about you most? Um, you know, I'm very direct. I'm not, not to say I'm not big on small talk. You can talk to me about anything, but if I'm contacting you about a certain something, I'm not going to say, you know, how was your day? I mean, not to say I don't care about your day, but I'm very direct. So I think some people may think it's me being rude, but I just want to kind of get to the purpose to kind of like get through what it is we need to get through. I am very nice, um, but I think some people may think, okay, she's not, she's a little standoffish, but I'm not at all. I have, that's my same issue. People are always like, he's mean, he's an a-hole because I'm, I'm very direct. And it's not because yeah. I don't want any bother. It's just because I'm trying to help you as much as possible. And the right, way we kind of right. do that is by being direct, like getting to the answer, getting to the source. And we can't worry about those other things. So uh, yeah, you're like the first person I hate heard say that. I thought you were going to say something else because that's my biggest issue. People are like, you, you, you can do it a different way and you can, and, uh, look, this is how I am. Okay. Just and, a little bit. And you direct. know what? A little bit like to put on top of that, me personally, I find it rude if you're trying to coddle me and not tell me what's going on. I'm just like, get to the point already, you know? So I, I approach people that way, but I also have to realize everybody doesn't, isn't right. receptive to that. So I do have to kind of shape my responses in that way too. But, you know, growing up here in the Northeast, I don't know about you, but you know, we get right to it. There's no, there's no reason to coddle you or kind of like, you know, Oh, I like you. you. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you ever heard of uh, the like this, this behavior assessments? I have. Do you know what yours? I have not taken mine, no. You never take it? Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I, I, I love those to. assessments because, yeah, you should. It's a, it's a good one to have. And I'm like really high in D and then like personality is like I and I'm like really low. And it's not because I don't care, but I just care about the result, like helping you get the result. Right. And it just 
when you're that way, you come off a different way. And each have pros and cons, strengths and weaknesses. Like nobody can be perfect. So it is just, of it course. is what it is. And I've tried changing and adjusting to some people and it just never works. So I like to just be who I am and people yeah. kind of misunderstand. Because it comes off disingenuous. Yeah, of course. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Next question I have for you is if you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Um, I, I want to be remembered for somebody that was always there to help. I mean, although I may come off stand, standoffish or maybe somebody may think I'm rude. I really do do this work to help people. I would do this. You know, they say, what would you do if you weren't getting paid? I would do this if I wasn't getting paid for sure. I mean, I, don't want to see anybody in a situation where they're, um, you know, getting taken for their money or, or things like that. So I just want to be remembered for somebody that really just wanted to help and kind of stays the course. I mean, I do try to lend a hand wherever I can in my personal life, strangers, clients, you know, family, and um, I hope people see that. I mean, I don't do it for the accolades, but, um, you know, that is who nice. I am. <laughs> So what's, what's the best compliment you ever received? That's the next question. Um, the best compliment I ever received, I touched on it a little bit, but I did have a client, we had like a, a difficult transaction and I just kind of stayed very level-headed straight to the point, figured out everything. And um, she was just like, oh, Rana, like you don't get upset. You don't get stressed out ever. And I, I'm glad that my clients see that because if I'm stressed out or I get flustered, what's the result for you? And it's not, I mean, it does seem like, like any realtor should be like that, but I don't see that all the time with a lot of my colleagues. And um, that's just something that I try for just to make sure that everything is taken care of and my clients out 100% of what they expected. And another personal thing that I compliment that I got that I really did, you know, take to heart is, um, you know, when people more than just the exterior, but like my heart, you know what I mean? Because I really did heart. So I, I not noticed often, but what it is, I appreciate it. That's, that's so nice. So I got, I got, um, <laughs> I got two more questions for you and then we can wrap it up. So I got one more question, one more personal question, and then we're going to do like a, a closing question. So if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one okay. piece of advice, what would it be? Um, do what you feel called to do. I came to my parents when I was 18 and I said, listen, I'm going to be a real estate investor. And they were like, no, you're going to college. You're crazy. You're going to end up homeless, whatever. And I feel like if I would have done that when I was 18, I would be a millionaire by now. You know, I uh, went, I did yeah. the college thing and it just, you know, just kept me stuck in the rat race. I mean, not to say college is bad, you know, teach is own, everybody makes their own decisions. But I knew from a young age, before I even left high school, that this is what I wanted to do. And, and eventually I did come with it. So um, I think I would be so much further along if I kind of stayed with my gut. What, what did you do right before this career? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, no problem. So I worked in um, research administration for higher education. So I worked with um, 
uh, colleges and hospitals in the research field. And I did all of the negotiation, uh, not negotiation, but I did all of the review of their contracts and budgets for any research award that came institution. And most recently, my last position was um, federal and private grants as well as clinical because I was in the in the hospital. Okay. And, and does did that career shape you for I guess are there any transferable skills that you take in from that career over to your new career? Um I mean I've always had a lot of integrity when it comes to my work. I've always had a, a pretty high work ethic. Um and even in that career I had been climbing up so I think those things are transferable. Uh, my email etiquette, I think, is, a, is transferable. My That's a big is one. A little bit better than some of my colleagues. So that is something that I noticed. Um, not to say I'm perfect, but, you know, like that sort of um, professional aspect. Yeah, I, I have, I think, you know. I have Some very similar skills. They're like, Jerome, yeah. you, you write, they're like, Jerome, you write really well. And I'm like, yes. Um, and I didn't realize that when I was in corporate, that's, I was picking up on certain skills. And like you're saying, I picked up a uh, very, like, uh, my stuff is just different because I had like that corporate training background. So I, 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 right, I absolutely right. understand that. And spreadsheets and things uh, like that. But at the same time, yes. like those are kind of data entry things. Like I, I don't want to cap there. I'm glad I have those skills, but I'm I'm happy to be able to expand it into something more that I can make gotcha. bigger and unlimited. Gotcha. So we are, I know I said only two more questions, but I wanted to follow up on those, those other questions. We got one more question Absolutely. for you. And the final sure. question is, we always like to make sure that people can find out more about you. So my question to you is, where can listeners find out more about you online? Sure. So I have a website. It is um, RanaRealtyGroup.com. So that's spelled R-O-N-N-A, um, Realty, R-E-A-L-T-Y Group, G-R-O-U-P.com. Um, and then you can fill out um, the form and it will email me. I'm also on Instagram at Rana is my realtor. Again, Rana is spelled R-O-N-N-A all one word. And then on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Rana Abdo Realtor. And that is my business page on Facebook. So to all your listeners, give me a follow, you know, reach out to me. If you have any questions, I'm always available to help. Rana, thank you so much for coming. It was, it was a pleasure having thank you. Thank you, Jerome. Uh, I appreciate you, you have, it. Do you have any final closing statements for the audience? Um, I mean, I'm all, like I said, I'm always, um, willing to help if you have any questions at all, even if, you know, you're just not sure, you don't know if you're ready or, or anything, anything, reach out to me. I work with buyers, sellers, and investors. So I'm pretty well-rounded and, um, I'm, I'm happy to talk to anybody. Rana, thank I promise you so much. I am approachable. <laughs> thank you. We know, I know you are. I, I would have never expected thank you to so say much. that. You're, not you're very approachable. So thank you for being here. I really thank appreciate you. you. And I hope for you to come back soon so we can go more detail on the stuff that you do. To All right. I would love All right. To. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Bye-bye. All right.